Welcome to the Where Humanity Meets Technology podcast. Your company is forever going to be at risk. Cybersecurity does impact us all. That is the way cybersecurity breaches occur. What is that one aspect that keeps you up at night? We are much more exposed than before. This is our podcast. You can provide great customer service in a secure way. That is just like spot on. Cybersecurity today is out of control. I believe infinite innovation. The unknown risk is what's so important there. Understanding the context is a totally different thing altogether. Excellent information. Where we talk to business leaders about cybersecurity, data management, and advanced digital solutions to provide strategies to increase the profitability of your company. Thanks for everything, and we'll talk to everyone soon. Hello, everyone. My name is Maurice Hamilton, and I want to welcome everyone to our podcast. Our podcast is named Where Humanity Makes Technology, where we interview business leaders, we interview strategists, we interview uh, folks actually in the technology industry just to have a general conversation about skill sets when it comes to those particular areas, but also give our our, our listeners some kind of insight and uh, some kind of uh, a path, as you could say, to how they can actually make themselves better, how they can make their organizations better, and uh, what they could do to actually betterment for uh, humanity on this whole world for everyone. So today we have a special guest, and this is someone uh, that known recently, within the last six months, we actually belong to the same organization. His name is Fong Chua, and he actually resides in uh, a little bit north of us. He's in the uh, the Canada right now. So I want to introduce you, Fong, to our show, and thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm uh, good to go. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So I'll ask you some a, a few questions here because I want to provide our listeners with with not only a little bit about your skill sets and how you actually became to where you are today, because uh, you're very, very successful, and I'm very proud of you, which was some of the things that you've done, and I think that's an inspiration. I, and I want our listeners to actually listen to you and, and get some inspiration as well. Um, so, Fong, can you actually begin the conversation and give us a little bit about your background uh, how you actually, the, the, some of the steps that you've taken, some of the lessons learned to get to where you are today. And then I want to try to dive into some of the uh, specialty areas that you're good at. So can you give us a little background on that? Sure, I'd uh, love to. Born and raised in Edmonton, Alberta. Taught to work hard, find a good job, working that job for the rest of my life kind of thing. And uh, that's how I became an engineer. So I got into engineering uh, right out of university and uh, got a job and go, okay, this is going to be the next 40 years of my life. I guess, I guess this is it. Um, in Edmonton, Alberta, we're very uh, close. Our, our economy is very tied to oil and gas. So when oil and gas goes up and down, that's when our real estate goes up and down, our businesses, our economy, everything like that is all tied to that. And then during 2007, 2008 time, uh, oil went down. Um, all the big oil companies went down. Um, our company, the com consulting company that I was working with, we went from a high of, I think it was 800 some employees down to 120, uh, where basically you look to your left, look to your right, one of you will be remaining kind of thing or even worse. So that's when we realized that uh, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, basically goes, okay, we need to do something because we can't rely on engineering forever. What if engineering doesn't work? So unlike most engineers who go on and get more advanced uh, technological uh courses and more advanced courses in engineering, we picked up Rich Dad Poor Dad. And uh, from there, 
we went to courses, seminars, webinars, whatnot, uh, got a coach and all that kind of stuff, started our real estate career, uh, bought our first property. And from there, uh, we went from zero properties to about 20 some properties. And then I asked my my coach, I goes, what's next? He goes, well, why don't you start um, why don't you start uh, coaching other people in real estate? I'm like, okay, let's start doing some of that. Uh, so I started uh, to help a few people uh, buy their first homes, build up their real estate portfolios. And I'm, okay, what's next? He goes, why don't you start speaking? I'm like, okay, let's go start speaking. Uh, went from, I think my very first speaking engagement was a two hour uh, slot where I, I spoke at another person's conference for two hours. I'm like, that's crazy. I thought I was speaking for 15 minutes at most. But they gave me two hours to teach uh, some real estate, some mindset concepts and whatnot. And then from there, um, I was also challenged to write books. So I'm like, okay, let's start writing books. So within two, three years, we released about three or four books. Uh, right now, we're at number eight. Uh, that's coming out very soon. And then recently, within the pandemic and all that kind of stuff, uh, our coach goes, why don't you start a podcast? I'm like, okay, let's start a podcast. So a lot of my success, a lot of stuff I've been able to achieve has been uh, the result of great coaching, great people being surrounded by, by and uh, just having that right mindset to keep on improving and helping people and, and growing. Well, that, that's a lot. You said so many great uh, nuggets inside of that. And I, I like when you mentioned that your your she was your girlfriend, your wife was your girlfriend at the time. You guys saw what was happening. And you said, okay, let's figure this out. So that business strategist came out <laughs> with that engineering mindset. You said, we got to do something different. And you start putting the steps in place for it. Uh, let me ask you a question because you mentioned some really great elements there. Uh, one of the things was that uh, the real estate. So you start doing real estate investment. Can you give us a little bit on the, uh, the how you did, what kind of real estate that you're investing first? And then to give us some steps on how long, how was the first project and and uh, just a little idea, how, how you actually started with and how you actually grew that particular part of your business? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, as social engineers or my, my wife's a mechanical engineer, I'm a social engineer and we we are good at the technical stuff. Uh, we're good at the numbers. We're good at calculating, analyzing and whatnot. So when it comes to researching on a property, uh thinking about which uh, which property is going to make money, which property should we rent out, uh, what should we offer. That stuff is that stuff is easy. The thing is going out there and actually putting out that offer. And the very first property, that's where we knew we were lacking something. We were lacking that guidance. We were lacking that support, that coaching, because just picking up the phone to talk to a lawyer to find if we can get a lawyer on our team freaked me out. I'm like, what if they charge me? What if they, <laughs> what if they're uh, asking me questions I don't understand? What if they don't like me? Like, I just, I was so hesitant to make a phone call to find a lawyer to help out that I was completely stopping myself on my tracks. Uh, and that's when we realized, okay, we, we could do the numbers. We need to find somebody who could guide us along. That's when we got the coaching so we could bounce ideas off of uh, that person and, and make sure that we're on the right track. Uh, the very first property that I bought was actually a uh, a condo, and uh, more so because I was realizing the market was at the time going up really really fast. Um, I realized if I don't buy something now, I'm not going to afford a place later. So I just jumped in and go, "Here's my deposit. I'll buy that condo." Uh, that was uh, before doing too much studying on real estate, uh, just kind of analyzing the market. Uh, the very first property with regards to getting the coaching and whatnot was a buy and hold. 
And uh, that was um, a joint venture project with another partner and a uh, cash flowing property of about five, six hundred dollars a month. And it's an up and down basement suite. So that's our very first property. And once that once you get that first one under your belt, you're like, okay. We we've been through it. We we get it. Let's just keep on building it, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, and keep on going. And most of our properties are uh, buy and holds. Okay. Now, are they all in the uh, Canadian market? Do you actually? Yeah. Uh, okay. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. And you mentioned the the keyword coach, and I know that you're actually a coach right now yourself. Uh, so you've learned a lot, and you've actually learned the skill sets. You said you you quickly realized that I need a coach. I need someone to help me to guide me. And I think that's really uh, commendable that you actually said, you know what, instead of going out there making some drastic mistakes, let me talk to somebody who can actually help me. And they put you on the right path. What advice would you give uh, people today in regards to coaching? Because I personally, I think that if I had learned to do coaching decades ago, I think I would be in a different situation than I am today. Uh, but I think it's one of those things that a lot of times I, I always say the phrase that sometimes you don't know what you don't know. And I, I think that you actually got that coach early on. It has really helped you. And it sounds like you're taking that information and that knowledge and actually giving it back to other people. Paul, can you actually talk a little bit about that, 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 that critical aspect of coaching? Well, I truly believe that everything that everyone out there wants to achieve, wants to do, wants to be successful in is being done by somebody is, is already done by somebody. And there's always somebody out there that you can at least ask information for. And a lot of us are so afraid of going out there and asking a question that we start to question why are we actually doing something. So we stop, right? We don't want want to go out there and look stupid or we don't want to go out there to sound foolish by asking a dumb question. And we've always heard that that saying, there's never a dumb question, right? Like if you ask a question, you're going to get some answers. Whether it's dumb, smart, whatever that question is, you'll get uh, some feedback to sit, go and, you know what? I might be able to rephrase that question differently next time when I ask that question kind of thing, right? If it didn't sound as as sophisticated as you wanted it to sound. And the thing is, as long as you ask the questions, you get feedback. If you don't ask anything, you get nothing, which is what you have in the first place. So you can't go wrong by asking the question. And when you're asking a question to somebody, you have to make sure that you're asking that question to somebody who's been successful and doing it already. So many of us are asking those those real estate questions, those investment questions, those business questions to the first person that we can think of, which is probably family and friends who are most likely not doing any of that stuff. And therefore, they'll tell you it's not going to work. It's too risky. It's too hard. It's it's too much time. You're going to have lots of problems. And then now you're going, "Mm, okay, that was a dumb question. I shouldn't have asked it because now I don't want to do it kind of thing. Right. So the main thing is you have to ask those questions to people who are doing it and are successful at it so that you can get the right feedback. Um, I've had a client who come, came up to me, and this goes right into your stuff about technology and, and whatnot. They go, uh, are you in, in, in crypto? I'm like, well, I got some crypto. He goes, it doesn't work, right? I'm like, well, where did you get that idea? He goes, well, um, I was thinking about it, and I didn't invest in it because somebody told me it didn't work. I'm like, did this somebody invest in crypto themselves and say yeah i'm like okay were they successful he's like nope i'm like why'd you ask him (laughs) (laughs) so the thing is you have to ask the right people and when it comes to coaching um not every coach is perfect for every uh coachee or Mm -hmm. yeah every coachee uh therefore reach out to somebody who's successful at it 
ask them the question and see if they have any other people that they could refer you to to ask those same questions. So now you're bouncing more ideas off of other people. You, uh, you, uh, excellent advice for our listeners there. And, uh, and I 100% agree with everything you just said there. And when you were speaking, I heard that word a lot of people have is that fear, that fear. And I, and I thought about this a little basic analogy and I, and I going back and saying, if you go into like a large department store, you know, what, not department store, like say a home improvement store. A lot, a lot of, sometimes we have homes, we go into home improvement stores and you say, well, I'll figure out where this is at. And I'll figure this information out. I'll figure out once I get there, I'll look at the tools and yeah, this may work. And it's just really basic, simple, um, uh, common uh, 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 knowledge. What you just said there saying, if you don't know, why don't you ask one of the experts? These guys probably are tradesmen. And they can actually look at that, that tool and he or she can say, look, this will work. This will work better. And if you're trying to do this, this is what I recommend. It's amazing how if you get over that fear and start asking questions, asking the right questions, and you mention that to the right people, it does make a big difference. So it sounds like you have some really good uh, results. And you te- it sounds like you're teaching that. Would, would that be correct? Correct. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I- I'm sure you since you came up with, with that analogy, how many times have have you gone to a hardware store saying, okay, I need one nail to hang a photo or a picture. And you look up at the wall. I was like, okay, well, I don't yeah. know which one I should use. <laughs> exactly. Because they're different. And what kind of screw? What screw? You know, masonry? What, what kind? There's all kinds of differences there. You need to know. Talk to the experts, right? Exactly. So it's really great advice. Um, let me ask you another question. Because you mentioned earlier that um, you were... Uh, speaking at an event, you thought it was going to be 15 minutes and you were there teaching for two hours. So, so you have this information, you have the knowledge that's already there. You just have to go back. It's okay. Let me take a deep breath here. Let me put this in terms so people can actually understand this information. And I know you do a lot of international speaking. I think that you spoke at some of the JT Fox events. Every, it's okay. <laughs> good. Um, so let's, when I think about that with the speaking part of it, and I think this goes back to the other aspect of what you were talking about, which is unlocking the author in you. Let's say if you're talking to somebody like me, you're saying, hey, Maurice, um, have you written a book yet? No, Fong, I have not written a book yet. What kind of advice would you actually give me to say, um, say, because you you mentioned that it's kind of, there's some basic elements that you actually have to deploy in order to make that happen. How do I get started? What would, what would, what advice would you give me to get started? Well, first of all, I'm going to say, do you have a message that you would like to share? Okay. That's a definite yes. And if there's, if you have a message, then you can definitely write a book. Uh, and do you have something you want to teach? Do you have knowledge that you want to teach? Let's say, and I'm going out, out on limb here. You're going to be probably te- uh, t- teaching something about technology, uh, about humanity, about success, about business, correct? Right. Correct. Okay. So if I was to ask you, can you speak on those topics? Okay. For an hour, maybe two hours. I would say yes. Then your book's done. Okay. <laughs> it's as simple as that. The thing is, most of us can speak a hundred and some words per minute. And if you could speak, let's say five to 10 minutes per topic, let's say how technology affects our lives, how technology affects humanity, how technology affects the future and all that kind of stuff, right? If you could do five, 10 minutes of each one of those little topics, you have enough for a chapter. And if you have 10 of those, then you have enough for a book. And the thing is, lots of people are so uh, scared about writing a book because they one they've never done it before. They think it's going to be taking a long time, and most people out there would go, "Wait, 
well, who am I to write a book? That person over there is more successful than me. Uh, why aren't they, they writing a book? Uh, who's going to read my book? And all, all that stuff comes into our minds and we stop and we don't go out and do that. Uh, the truth is the book is basically a credibility tool. It helps you get your name out there. It helps you um, go on stages and speak and and get uh, get more recognition for what you do. Do people actually read the whole book? Hopefully, you, you want them to read it, but you also want them to uh, start asking questions, right? Let's say if though you don't finish writing reading the book, you want them to reach out to you and go, hey, give me some insight on this. I know you've written on it. I, I, I can't fathom reading it. And therefore, can you just show me? I'm a better learning where somebody talks to me. At least you opened up that conversation. So that's what the book is for. And like I said, if you're able to speak for an hour, two hours, you can write that book. And with regards to all those limiting mindsets about who am I to write a book and all that kind of stuff, the thing is you have certain messages that you want to send out there. I may or may not have the same messages. And over the last 100 years, nothing new has been written, but your voice hasn't been heard. Now, I could spread the same messages as you, but I don't have the same followers as you. I don't have the same clients as you. I don't have the same voice as you. So your voice hasn't been heard. And therefore, if you haven't done that, every moment you're not writing that book or getting that audio book out there or doing those videos and whatnot is every single moment you're depriving your followers, your future clients from the message that you want to share. So that's my advice. Well, so and I don't know if you actually added this to your title, but I think you should add motivational speaker as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's great. That's, I mean, that's awesome advice. Now, when I think about that and have I had been on stage where I spoke for two hours? Yes. And if I had to go back, I start off and say, tell people my story, a little bit about me and my background. And then I'll, I'll like you said, I'll dive into like a topic and, I, and I'll, for example, it could be something on cybersecurity. Right now, I have a huge passion for trying to help people to really secure their their uh, their uh, their environment because there are a lot of bad actors out there, and not just bad actors and and the, and the guys just like ten to fifteen people. I'm talking about in the world, you know. You have state actors, you have people with the corporate actors, you have these all these bad guys that you want to go back out there and tap into people infrastructure, and there's a story to be told about that. And, and then if I can actually go back out there and say, no, you, when you mention that. I can put that information, extrapolate it onto paper. People can read that information and say, let me give you a couple of stories that goes along with this and tell you about the some of the bad consequences that some of my clients maybe have faced and say, and here's how we rectify the problem. That's my story. That's my book. So that's exactly. a great, great way to actually bring that bring that home. You could do case studies. You could do uh, introductory uh, uh, courses on on technology, on uh, cybersecurity, and all that kind of stuff. It's it's not a tough thing to do. It's just wrapping your head around. Okay, how do I do this the most efficient way? Mm-hmm. And some in a way that you can actually hit more platforms than you thought. Um, a lot of my clients that I work with when I work on their books is go. Okay, what's your overall plan? Do you want to be on social media? Do you want to have articles? Do you want to have videos? Do you want to have a podcast? Well, why don't we do all that? at the same time so that you have videos for your your youtube you have um, audios for your podcast and then you have articles for your linkedin you have photos for your instagram and at the end you also have a book in your hand why don't we do all that at, at the same time within three to four months excellent and I was, I was thinking about the white papers as your white papers is a case study you know go back and have the person put it on paper so you can actually speak to it in, in greater detail great advice excellent advice so we we talked a lot about that particular part of it. Let me ask you a couple of questions then on a more of a more of a personal level, but 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 kind of like on a future level. 
where do you see yourself three to five years from now? What would you like to accomplish next? I'm I'm very focused at helping as many people as I can. So I do uh, speaking engagements, I do podcast interviews, I I interview lots of different people because I want to build relationships. And my thing is, I want to look back three, five years later, I want to look back and go, okay, did I impact more people? Did I build more relationships? Do I have more relationships that I had be- than before? And are those relationships getting me to places that I've never dreamed of being? Uh, for instance, if I look back three years from now, uh, three years ago, I, I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have all these interviews. And therefore, from there, I was able to meet you. I was able to meet a lot of people in Singapore, in Nigeria, in in uh, Australia, and being able to speak with those people as well. And that's something I've never dreamed of doing. So from one standpoint, I want to be able to impact more people and become more and more successful and help more people grow and succeed. Um, and the other aspect is build my real estate portfolio, build my reach in in, in business, and also, again, uh, impact people as much as I can with more and more value. Excellent. When you uh, One thing about the real estate portfolio, do you do both uh, commercial and residential now? Or you, is it a pretty much a mix or just pretty much one particular segment? I'm I'm more focused on the single family, multifamily homes, more residential stuff. Okay, uh, but I am like, for instance, with commercial, I have looked at a few uh, projects in commercial. Um, it's, it's something that I've always been interested in. I I, I do joint ventures and whatnot, so uh, it, I wouldn't say no. Um, I'm just more focused on the residential stuff. Okay, awesome. Uh, I want I want to go back to that inspirational part of you and with the uh, the motivational part. If you would give advice to somebody today. If you had to pick three things that you would give advice to, what do you think those three key areas or three core areas that you would get, would tell people, tell our audience right now that they need to think about and act on? Ooh, three, just limit down to three. Uh, well, the first thing I think I kind of alluded to before is uh, if you have anything that you want to be successful in, go out and ask that question to somebody who's successful in it. Uh, the second thing is you'd have to be able to surround yourself with people who, who support you, who, who can share that dream that you have and, and challenge you and push you, uh, whether it's mastermind groups, whether it's uh, coaching groups, whatever it is, be in those areas so that everybody is in a mindset of growth and being able to support and challenge and hold each other accountable. You have to be in that spot. Um, and the other thing is you have to train your mind to be in the growth mindset and not in the negative mindset. Because uh, when it comes to growth, in order for you to grow, you have to be positive about stuff. If you're not positive about stuff, you just go, you know what? I'm just going to shrink into the corner and I'm just going to wait for the day to end. So therefore, if you're positive, then you're looking for, hey, is there an opportunity here? Hey, that's going to work. Hey, maybe let's try this kind of thing. Um, one thing I usually do with uh, a lot of my my clients and also when I speak on stages about mindset is, okay, what's the very first thing you hear that that you hear? When you wake up in the morning, what's the very first thing that you input into your mind to start your day? What What is it for you? Um, I would say the first thing would be how many sales calls I'm going to make during the day. <laughs> so you're not even awake yet. You go, okay, how many sales calls? How many? Like you're already thinking about impacting, helping people. Right. Uh, most people tell me, well, they wake up to an alarm clock. I'm like, well, you're already pissed off because you don't want to wake up. <laughs> So uh, the first thing I challenge them to do, and this is a very, very easy change, is swap out that alarm with something that makes you feel good. Swap it out with a motivational song, a, a song that makes you go, you know what, I'm going to wake up and do something. I, I replaced my 
uh, my ringtone to be uh, one of my childhood, uh, uh, what was it, cartoon shows, uh, Transformers had this great song in it. And it starts off by saying, you've got the touch, you've got the power. So that's what I wake up every single morning to. You're waking up motivated. Uh, My wife, (laughs) and this is a funny quick story. Um, We're big Batman fans. So when we were at a comic expo one day, uh, we saw the voice actor for Batman Beyond. And I'm not sure how many people out there know about Batman Beyond, but it's the future Batman, the, the, the apprentice of Batman. So I'm like, hey, do you know who that is? She goes, who? I'm like, that's Terry McGinnis the, 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 or Will Friedle. He is the voice of Terry McGinnis, Batman. She goes, oh, let's go talk to him. So we walked up to him and he goes, so uh, how are you doing? I said, it's an honor to meet you. And then my wife does something so out of your honor. She goes, you know what I've always wanted? And he goes, what? I've always wanted Batman to say something motivational to me. And he goes, you mean like this? Here, give me your phone. So he took our phone, press record and goes, Hello, Jessica. This is Batman. I'm very proud of very proud of you, and you can do anything you want to. Signing off. That's her ringtone every single morning. Wow. I wake up to Batman. <laughs> wow, that's pretty awesome. What a story. That's pretty good. One, one more thing here. I, I mentioned you mentioned uh, about growth. You said that growth, that word growth several different times, and in the last twelve hours, I've read from two key companies that talked about what you just spoke of on the, the growth factor. One was Netflix and the other was Disney with Bob Iger. And they talked about the subscribers and they talked about this. Yes, we know what we have. We we know some of the situations we're facing, but our whole core focus right now is growth and how we're gonna focus on that growth strategy. So it's just amazing how you mentioned that and how you extrapolate that to a different, where you wake up in the morning to something different. That's that's a, that's really great. That's I like that, that's really awesome. Good, that's good information. It's cool. It's it's a lot of fun, and as long as you keep on focusing on that, you start realizing. And this is this is where you realize that your mindset has changed. Is when you hear everybody else around you complaining about stuff that you don't care about anymore. Where they go, "So man, the weather sucks, right?" It's like, "Oh, I never noticed." Yeah. And then you realize, "Oh wow, okay, all this stuff is working because I'm only focused on stuff that's going to help me." that's going to improve, that's going to help me grow and all positive stuff. Because mm-hmm. when you focus on the negative, then you realize, man, everybody else is also negative. A great point. I, I do the same with the weather. Like today, it's a little bit overcast and it's supposed to have thunderstorms. And until you actually mentioned it, I knew that that was one of the elements for today, but it wasn't in the back of my mind. I said, unless it's like life-threatening, like a hurricane or something like a cat three or four coming through the Houston, Texas area, it doesn't matter, you know, because it's something I can't... I how do you say you can I always tell people you can only control what you can change. If you can't control the weather, then don't worry about it. Just deal, just uh, just go with it. It is what it is, you know. Exactly. You know what? When when I know it's gonna rain, I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna go out for a drive so I get a free car wash. Yeah, there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Good way to look at it. So Fong, I want to thank you for spending your time with me and uh chatting with us about. A lot of a lot of key nuggets in life, you know, a lot, a lot of good success information about the coaching. We talked about growth. We uh, we talked about that actually with your motivational ins- inspiration tips there, how to do that, uh, how to stay focused. And and just thank you for with the information that you provided and, and even sharing with us uh, how you actually got to where you are today. So thank you for that. Hey, awesome. I'm, I'm very, very happy to be here. Uh, you're an amazing host. Lots of uh, great questions. I had lots of fun. And 
um, yeah, I look forward to doing this again sometime. And of course, uh, uh, spending some time with you because uh, every time I chat with you, you're motivated, you're excited, you're energetic, and that's uh, who we should be spending more time with. So uh, thank you for having me. Thank you. And I know you do business coaching and you, you can actually provide coaching for our, our audience. Did you want to share your information in case someone wants to contact you and they want to have, hire you as your coach? Yeah, you can find me on uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, my YouTube channel is Your Area TV. So all my podcast stuff is on there. All my videos are on there. I do videos every single week. Um, that's fun thing I've been doing for the last five, six years now. And uh, you can always email me at fong.chua at yourarea.ca. And uh, yeah, you can find me on my website as well. Excellent. And if you all want to reach out to me as well, I can always connect you with Fong. So awesome. thank you again. I really appreciate your time. And this has been an excellent podcast here. Great sharing this information. And I'm pretty sure we can help somebody out there. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Connect with us on our, uh, make sure you like our podcast and uh, look forward to the next one. And send us some ideas and suggestions on what else you would like to hear and some of the in, in, uh, the type of uh, audience and then the different topics that you might be interested in. And we'll definitely try to get some guests on that fits that needs. Thank you, everyone.